1: Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Well, welcome in everyone to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, episode number 20. It is so good to have you here this week. I got to tell you, the numbers continue to climb. We have already exceeded our download number from last month and once this podcast releases on Thursday of this week there's a good chance that we might even eh, we might even double what that number looked like from last month. So I greatly appreciate uh, all of you all who are listening out there, who are telling your friends about the podcast, who are experiencing some life transformational change, and who are giving back yourselves because you're letting other people know about it. So just a huge thank you for that and uh, just really appreciate uh, all the listeners Uh, I've been encouraging you to leave a review and to rate the podcast, and a lot of you have done that as well. And I want to give a shout-out this week to Tim H. Mills. So Tim H. Mills says, Listening to Coach Wilson share from his life and applicable advice for today is so encouraging. Real, practical steps that can be used for the rest of life is real coaching. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for taking the time you spend on developing a program that is actually timeless. Well, Tim H. Mills, I greatly appreciate that review, and I could not agree more that I think this is timeless because these skills are exactly that. We're taking skills that naturally occur and naturally happen in our brains that we typically do not take the time to recognize. We don't take the time to know that it's ourselves that are actually (laughs) self-sabotaging Uh, our lives throughout a given day or throughout a given season of life. And for some of us, uh, it almost gets to the point where it's too late. And so for, for me, life coaching has been so transformational. And to hear you say and to, to know that you're getting the same type of benefits out of this uh, is really, really, really special to me. So thank you so much for taking the time to, to do that review. So those of you who know and who have been listening to the podcast or who may follow me on social media or who are on my email list, know that episode number 20 is special. And it's special for a couple of reasons, because one, you know that every 10 episodes we're going to, I'm going to talk about a book that has influenced me or an author who has influenced me or a leader who's influenced me. And so I am certainly going to do that today. But I've also told you, and I said last week on the podcast as well, that in episode number 20, I'm going to give something away. I'm going to do something special. It's going to be a surprise. And, well, I'm not going to make you wait until the end of the podcast like a lot of people do or or like a lot of just sales pitches are. I'm not going to make you wait till the end of the podcast. I'm going to tell you right now what this surprise is. And as I've told you and just said as far as uh, the review that that. Tim H. Mills left us, uh, this week, life coaching for me has been transformational in my life. It has changed my life in so many ways that I want to make sure that others not only understand the value of it, but also understand how life coaching is not a gimmick. It's not something that's just thrown around out there. If it's done right, there are a lot of, um, if you will, flaky uh, programs out there or flaky life coaching um, thought processes out there. But when it's done right and when it's done from a cognitive sense and from how the brain works and when it's looked at from a practical approach of what's going on in your daily life, what's going on in the type of season of life that you're in and how you can apply these tools to become a better person, a better father, a better man, a better spouse, all of those things that you really aspire to be but for so many we have such a difficult time actually getting there that's what true life coaching is and so what i want to do is i want to offer two listeners i want to offer two listeners one 45 minute coaching session a piece so i'm going to actually take you through what my clients go through in a session We'll get on Zoom, or if you're not comfortable with Zoom, we can do it on the phone, but we'll get on Zoom and we'll actually coach for 45 minutes. You bring a problem or an issue or a circumstance or a challenge that you're dealing with, and we coach on that for 45 minutes. You may say, well, there's nothing that's really bothering me right now. I don't have a big uh, a big issue in my life. That's fine, too. We can coach on your career. Where are you with your career? Are you happy with your career? Are you happy in your relationship? Are you happy with your spouse? Are you happy with your girlfriend? Are you happy uh, with with your weight? Are you happy with your exercise regime? Are you happy with your uh, just with your day-to-day life? Are you are you happy with how you calendar and how you calendar well? Do you control your calendar or does your calendar control you? As you can see, there are there are many, many, many things that we can coach on, and that's why I love this type of life coaching because If you're doing it correctly and you're trying to make sure the person on the other side of you and you as the person getting coached are all in and you're all in to get better and you're all in to become the best version of you, then you can do nothing but improve yourself. And you're going to see and what happens in that initial 45 minute session is you start to see how your brain has played tricks on you for years how you in fact have, in a lot of ways, self-sabotaged yourself and you didn't even realize it. And so that's what's holding you back in a particular area or areas of your life. And you say, well, can 45 minutes really change me? Well, 45 minutes can certainly enlighten you to to areas that you've never thought about yourself before. And it can put you on a road to change, uh, no doubt. And so that's what I want to do. I want to give that to you as, as my gift And what I ask for you uh, in return, there's not really a catch, but if if you want to be considered to uh, be coached, then I need you to do what Tim H. Mills did. I need you to write a review and not only just star the review, which a lot of you have done, but I need you to actually write a review. And if you'll write a review from now until the 25th podcast, okay, so we're going to announce the winners on the 25th podcast, episode number 25. If you'll write that review, or if you've already written a review and you would like to be considered to be coached for the 45-minute session, all you have to do is email me and say, hey, I would like to be considered uh, for the 45-minute session, and that is dr, so D-A-R-I-N, Wilson.com, or at gmail.com, okay, doctor wilson at gmail.com. You can email me, say, hey, I'd like to be considered for this. I will put your name in a hat. Literally what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all those who have submitted reviews and I will put them in a hat and we'll draw two out. And on episode number 25, we will announce, I will announce the winner. And uh, you and I will have a one-on-one coaching session free of charge, no strings attached, nothing past that. Um, And we'll see how we can uh, get you on a path uh, that's better than you're on right now and one that will show you a little light at the end of the tunnel if you're really struggling. So that's my gift to you and and a thank you to you for all of you who are listening and who have continued to listen. Now, if you know of someone that needs some coaching, don't go out and, you know, beat them over the head and say, well, you really need coaching. Go give this guy a review and, and listen to this. But you might say, hey, here's an opportunity. You've been inquiring. You've been asking about life coaching and what that could look like and what what that looks like in a real-life situation, real-life setting. Here's an opportunity that maybe you can you can get coached for free, and have them listen and have them write a review, and they will be they will be uh, they'll be in the drawing as well. So again, I just want to say thank you. Really appreciate uh, everything that um, y'all continue to do, and for all of your support and all you all who are listening each week. So thank you so much. So now let's transition a little bit, and we'll talk a little bit this week about a book that has really been uh, instrumental in the last few years of my life. And some of you have probably never heard of this book. I had never heard of it. Um, Somebody recommended it to me and I thought, well, I'll give it a listen. And I I don't read a lot of books today, but I listen to a lot of books. I've listened to more books in the last uh, year and a half, two years than I probably read in 20 or 30 years because I love Audible and I love to be able to listen to books. And so I've done that a lot, especially on my commuter, especially when I'm out traveling. And um, this book is called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. And the book really talks about what your relationship is with money and what your relationship has always been with money, and really how we perceive uh, money and how we perceive uh, our, our circumstances around and with money as sometimes our own value. We perceive money as uh, giving us worth, giving us self-worth or not giving us self-worth. And really what he talks about is he breaks it down from a you can guess it, a cognitive perspective, and it really looks at what your thoughts are, what your beliefs are. And here are a few, just a few phrases, few thoughts from the book, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hone in on three uh, for today to give you a, just an overview of, of what this is and why this is to me so impactful. Realize that your thoughts and beliefs aren't who you are, and they're not necessarily attached to you. As precious as you believe them to be, they have no more importance and meaning than you give them. Nothing has meaning except for the meaning that you give it. Now, how many times have we talked about that on this podcast, right? There's nothing that gives value. You're not given value for anything unless you give meaning to it. Isn't that? so, so, so priceless and so special because if we know that our thoughts and our beliefs are just our thoughts and our beliefs, they're not actually who we are as a person, who we are as a human, there is great relief in in that for a lot of people out there because a lot of people think that that the beliefs are who we are or actually who we are when actually, in fact, they're just sentences, right? Right? They're just sentences that run in our brains over and over and over again, um, and so I think that is so important and, and really so powerful um, as you as you think about that. And again, one of the things that is so important to me as far as um, this this book goes. So there are really um, there are some big ideas. There are some big things that that um, come up through the book and and how he. Want you to think about the book. Um, here's another just saying, he's got sayings all throughout the book and I'll, and I'll tell you for full disclaimer if some of you read it, um, he does some affirmations in the book which can, can come off a little quirky uh, but the actual, the content and the, and the thought process behind um, uh, just all of the different uh, phrases and, and successes that he's had and, and challenges really that, that he puts forward for us to think really, uh, are priceless. Um, you know, here's one, he has a saying, it's, it's not enough to be in the right place at the right time. You have to be the right person in the right place at the right time. So think about that as well, whether it's, it's a job that you've taken or it's, um, you know, a relationship that you've, you've, you know, you've married your spouse or, or what have you, not only do you, does it have to be the right timing, but you have to be the right person, right? You have to be the right person. Here's one. Money can't make you something you already are. Money can't make you something you already are. For some people, they think, hey, as soon as I make 100000 a year, I'm going to be worthy, right? As soon as I make 50000 a year, I'm going to be okay. Life will be fine. As soon as I can make whatever the number is, they think that that will make them okay. And we know that it doesn't. All money does is reveal who we are. What is your current relationship with money? What does that look like? Have you ever thought about your relationship with money? Kind of on a side note. You know, we have a relationship with everything. We think about our relationship with time, sometimes we think about our relationship with certainly our spouse or with our kids or with our parents. But you know, we all have a relationship with money. And it, and for some of us it's either good or it's bad, right? So in what we're going to talk more about money. In, in some of our upcoming podcasts, because certainly in relationships, money's always one of the top two uh, issues. And it's always one of the top two or three things that uh, ultimately causes people to split up or get divorced. So it's it's certainly an important thing. Here's another one that I love. And you've probably heard this quote before, but it's it's worth repeating. No thought lives in your head rent free. Right. No thought lives in your head rent free. Each thought you have will either be an investment or it will be a cost. It will either move you toward happiness and success or away from it. It will either empower you or disempower you. That's why it's imperative you choose your thoughts and beliefs wisely. Again, you can see why I love this book because he talks a lot about money and he talks a lot about building wealth, but he also talks about what is behind the reason why people Can become wealthy or why and what are the reasons why a lot of people never get past and reach their full potential when it comes to their finances. Here's another quote. Everything you're not doing right now, you're in the habit of not doing. How about that? Everything you're not doing right now, you're in the habit of not doing. Here's one. Your field of focus determines what you find in life your field of focus determine what you what you find in life so again what you're what you are uh, focused on that's what you that's what you become so all of those things are are just I think so important and just so um, so critical in in how you view and how you value money so here, here, here's another that I really like. Here's another one that I really like. If your motivation for acquiring money or success comes from a non-supportive root, such as fear, anger, or the need to prove yourself, your money will never bring you happiness. If your motivation for acquiring money or success comes from a non-supportive root, right? What's really causing it? What's behind your reason for wanting to acquire success? What's your reason behind wanting to acquire money? Is it fear? Is it anger? Or do you need to prove yourself to someone? It will never bring you happiness because money, money doesn't bring you happiness, right? You bring yourself happiness. Money is used as a tool when you're happy so you can help other people. So, he, he brings up, and I'll, I'll finish with these three. So he brings up three key elements of change, each of which is essential in reprogramming, and he calls it your financial blueprint. So what does your financial blueprint look like? In other words, when you think about building a house and you have a set of blueprints, you can sit there, you look at the blueprints, and then you go and you build the house off the blueprints, right? Maybe you make a few adjustments, but the house is built off the blueprints. So... His premise is that you have a financial blueprint that has been in, imprinted on your brain, imprinted on your mind from the time you were a child. And so here's his, and I'll give you three elements of change, uh, or three elements, three key elements of change uh, for which he kind of builds the book on. The first, the first element of change is awareness. You can't change something unless you know it exists. Right? So for many of us, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, and we've talked about this in coaching in general, if you don't realize there's a problem, if you don't realize you have a, that you have a problem, and if it's a relationship that it's always, it's always starts with you, that you're the issue. Same thing with your relationship with money, you're the issue. You can't change something unless you know it exists. So it's really, do you look at, do you look at why you have that, why you have that thought process with money? Do you know that you've always been a little either greedy or a little needy or a little fearful? What is it around money that you have? And, and most of the time for us, it gets revealed with a couple of different ways. It gets revealed when you, when you start sharing it, when you have a spouse, It gets revealed when you don't have much of it, or you don't feel like you have much of it, or it gets revealed when you have a lot of it, and you figure out, okay, what am I going to do with this, right? Am I just going to go spin, spin, spin? Am I going to try to help people, or is it all about me? So the first element of change is awareness. The second element of change is understanding, and this is where I really think it gets interesting because by understanding where your way of thinking originates, you can recognize that it, that it has to come from outside of you. Let me say that again. By understanding where your way of thinking originates, you can recognize that it has to come from outside of you. Right? It's come from somebody else. So where has it come from? Has it come from, and you can think right now as you're thinking about money and thinking about your relationship with money, did it come from your dad? Did it come from your mom? Has it come from a, a coach? Has it come from a pastor? Has it come from a grandmother? Has it come from a grandfather? Who has it come from? Because it's come from somebody. You have certain thoughts that, that play out in your subconscious every day about money. And if you don't bring those to the forefront, you don't actually put those out in front of you, write them down and say, why do I think this way about money? Why can I, can I not hold on to money? Why can I not save money? Why do I always spend money? Why can I not uh, accumulate money? Or maybe it's the other way around. Why am I so good at accumulating money? Why am I so uh, generous with my money? Why do I just love to give my money away and help people? Well, all of those reasons come from a root cause. They all come from the way your mind has been programmed over and over and over again. And so you, it's important for you to go back and figure out where that is because when those areas come up that you don't like and that you're not happy with or they make you cringe or they cause conflict in your relationship, you need to know where that's coming from. Why is it that you're afraid to spend right, $50 on something that an, another person would say, oh, well, of course, it's just $50. And you may have Plenty of money in your bank account, but you're trying to hold on to that $50. What is it? And maybe you say, because some of you say, oh, well, I just want to be, I just want to save. I just want to be careful with my money. That's fine. There's no, there's no reason for that, right? Or there's no issue with that. But what you want to do is make sure that you're telling yourself the truth about it. Don't lie to yourself about why you are or why you are not spending, why you are, why you are not saving, why your relationship with your money is not what you want it to be the third the third element of change is disassociation so once you realize this way of thinking isn't you right you can separate yourself from it and choose in the present whether to keep it or let it go so based on who you are today and where you want to be tomorrow you can observe this way of thinking and see it for what it is a file or information that was stored in your mind a long long time ago and may not hold any truth or any value anymore. And I think that is so key, right? That's the third step. That's the, the action step really when we think about the model that we talk about. Um, because the goal, right, is not necessarily to change your way of thinking. But the goal is to realize that the way of thinking is what you've been trained and programmed to do. And so once you realize that, you can start separating and say, wait a minute, that's the way I think about money. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean it has to do with me. It doesn't mean it has to do with my value as a person. And you can say, wait, okay, do I want to keep this thought? Is this the way I want to continue to think? Or do I want to separate myself from this? And he uses this word, and I love it. He uses this word as a file. He says, you know, it's kind of like a computer. We have all of these files, and we can decide what to do with the files, right? We can either delete the files we can save the files for later and we can bring them back up if we need to, or we can put them in that trash bin and then we can empty the trash bin and we can let them go forever. But really the key is figuring out how do you want to be with your relationship with money? And then how do you want to live that out each and every day? And it's so powerful. Uh, It's so powerful. And I'll also say, this is the first place that I saw that your circumstances lead to your thoughts which lead to your feelings Which produce your actions Which produce your results This was the place I saw that And he talks about it a little differently From a circumstance He, he uses the word programming He says your programming leads to your thoughts Which lead your actions Which produce or your feelings Which produce your actions Which lead to your results And one of the reasons why I love to use programming And why I use it with my clients some um, Is programming really looks back at the past too Right, so it's not just what's going on uh, in the present with a current circumstance. You can look back and say, okay, how was I programmed to think? And when you put that program word at the top of the model, and you say, okay, when I think about this programming when it comes to money, what is my thought process with that? Right? How does that make me feel? It makes me feel nervous. It makes me feel anxious. How many? How many of you out there have felt anxious around money? Right, and then, what do I do? What do I do when I feel anxious with money well i i I get rude or i I hoard it or I get nervous or i don't i don't I don't do anything I'm just in inaction, and then what are my results? Well, it damages my relationship with myself or damages my relationship with my spouse or damages my relationship with my parents or with a friend, and you know it goes on and on and on and so Uh, Just so many nuggets uh, from this book that I think are are critical. And so many of them line up to the way I teach uh, each and every week uh, to my clients that I knew that it was the the second one that I wanted to really highlight uh, for you this week. So I hope all of you are having a great week. I hope you continue to do what you're doing out there. Listen, take some time, do the review this week. Uh, If you've already done the review, send me an email, let me know. Um, And if I can help you between now and episode 25, if you need coaching, reach out to me as well, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com. I will get right back to you and we will help you get on the path to becoming a better version of you. Have a great week, everyone. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week.
0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator